Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, January 29th. Let's jump into today's top stories. The AAC has retained Turnkey ZRG to administer the search for its next commissioner. Lakeisha Marsh, chair of Ackerman LLP's collegiate athletic practice, tells on Three's Eric Prisbell there is definitely pushback on the trust fund component of Project Division 1, and one source tells Prisbell that everything is currently on the table. Marsh said, you could have a model where you have the NCA as it is right now, but football fully pulls off of that, maybe basketball fully pulls off of that. You could see conferences continue to gain more power. There could be decision-making at the conference level that dictates revenue outcomes for athletes sharing in conference-wide revenues. Prisbell, who notes there is particular skepticism among Power 4 leaders, adds, here's one big reason why the NCAA needs to placate the power leagues, if a breakaway occurs, the power conferences could also take their basketball and look to stage their own lucrative postseason championship tournament. Whether the power leagues need the NCAA is an open question. But the NCAA needs the power leagues. On this specific point, one prominent source told on 3, it is a very real thing to pay attention to. SBJ's Bruce Schoenfeld profiles Wake Forest's across-the-board success despite competing in the NIL era as the smallest Power 5 school. A comparatively small alumni base notwithstanding, Schoenfeld points out that Wake's donors rank among the most generous. Deke's executive associate AD for development and sales Barry Faircloth said, look at our results. You match them up with anyone in the country in terms of fundraising, and I bet we do very well. In terms of cash out the door? Extremely well. ISP sports founder, industry headliner and Wake alumnus slash donor Ben Sutton adds, there are a lot of schools where somebody giving $5 million to athletics would be the biggest gift in the history of the department. That's on the low end of our range. As such, the Demon Deacons are insistent they will continue to compete only on the highest level moving forward, whatever that may look like. VP of Communications slash Chief Communications Officer Brett Eaton said, that's part of the Wake Forest promise, that you get a range of big-time athletics at an intimate place. President Susan Wendt adds, we're going to come up with an innovative and creative way to do this. The Wake Forest Way. Meanwhile, AD John Curry says the Demon Deacons are at the strongest point in our history, citing several newly renovated facilities and a roster of coaches who are creative enough to stay competitive. He also notes that even before NIL, maintaining a sustainable program at Wake has been a challenge and is confident the school will retain its place at the table, noting, this is just a different kind of threat. We've got this. If the music stops, so to speak, we've got a chair. FAU sold out its first eight men's basketball home games and has been forced to turn away students at the door amid surging interest. OWL's deputy AD for brand and communications Mike DeGeorge tells the Palm Beach Post's Mark Berman that it's a great problem to have. It's the first time at Florida Atlantic we've experienced something like this. It's not an exact science. We keep the line, and it's one in, one out. Students can enter for free as long as they claim their ticket online the day before, and Berman notes there have been as many as 1,100 claims for a game, more than the 750 seats allotted for the student section. DeGeorge notes that a claim doesn't guarantee a seat. You still have to stay in line. Interest has also stretched beyond campus, with Miami Heat star Jimmy Butler and Florida Panthers center Alexander Barkov taking in games this season. The increase in demand has resulted in a corresponding uptick in season ticket prices, which for a courtside seat went up from $1,250 to $3,000 this season. Courtside season ticket holder Richard Stoller says it was time for prices to increase anyway. 
They wanted Dusty May to stay so they had an increase of over a million dollars. It shows everyone wants to see a winner. A Los Angeles Times article written over the weekend by Chuck Shilkin appeared to suggest Loyola Marymount's decision to discontinue six sports may have been motivated by NIL. In fact, Lions AD Craig Pinten's mention of NIL was in response to this direct question, NIL and the transfer portal are mentioned as part of the changing landscape that led to these cuts. Can you explain how NIL and the transfer portal have specifically affected LMU athletics and how these cuts will help in that area? Pintense did not cite NIL as a reason for the cuts in his response but rather as an example of the aforementioned changing landscape. The Los Angeles Times has since changed the headline of their article from LMU cut six sports, citing NIL, to Loyola Marymount to cut six sports. These are the teams affected. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, January 29th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.